0: This episode is brought to you by 2Before Performance Nutrition. 2Before is a natural sports performance supplement made from New Zealand blackcurrant berries. There's a growing body of evidence behind these berries for improving endurance and kickstarting recovery. With a sweet and tangy berry flavor, you can mix it in water, juice, sports drinks, and smoothies. For optimal results, drink daily 30 to 60 minutes before training. Use code INDIANA30 online at 2Before.com for 30% off 20 pack products and free shipping. Hello everyone, welcome back to the Indiana Runner Podcast. My name is Josh Puccinelli, and this is my portion of the podcast where I sit down with some of the best coaches and athletes from around the state, past and present. We discuss the highs and lows of their running or coaching journeys, the key insights they gained along the way, and often dive into the bigger picture beyond the course of the track, the things that make them human, not just elite runners or coaches. The following is a conversation with 2020 Bishop Dwinger grad, Aaron Strezlecki. Aaron was a three-time All-State finisher in cross-country, finishing second in her junior year and winning state her senior year, one-time NXN qualifier finishing 11th her senior year, and a one-time All-State finisher in track. Upon graduation, Erin joined the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. In Notre Dame, Erin narrowly missed All-State honors in cross-country her junior year, qualified for outdoor nationals her junior year in track, and recently avenged her narrow All-State miss with an All-State finish at this year's NCAA cross-country championships to help her team finish fourth. During this conversation we discuss which is better, the fall or winter Starbucks menu, finding joy in the journey, how winning state compared to an all-American finish this year, starting running her freshman year of high school, how she handled her senior year and transitioning transitioning to Notre Dame during COVID, her goals for the future and much more. For being so good, so quick and continuing to ascend, I was impressed by Erin's humility and desire to not take this wild ride for granted. It hasn't all been roses and butterflies. I enjoyed hearing her mindset of not dwelling on the past or the things she can't control. As always, thank you all for supporting this podcast. We couldn't do it without you. Hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. And Without further ado, I give you Erin Strzelecki. All right, Aaron, welcome to the Indiana Runner podcast. How's it going?
1: Thank you. I'm doing well. I'm happy to be here.
0: Happy that you're here. You. Um, how is time off? I know you've got a couple of days off,
1: mm-hmm. down
0: week. How's that been?
1: It's been really nice. It was honestly very convenient timing. As I mentioned before the interview, this was um or the podcast. This was uh, this is currently my last week of classes. So then next week is finals week. So then training thankfully has kind of let off a little bit or um let off the gas a bit and then we'll head on to break in about a week or so when I leave campus when my last final is yes and then um continue training once I get home so it's been nice it's been just really like I said convenient timing when I can just run anytime I want to and if I if I really want to I can go to practice at the scheduled time but um the nationals group we we're on a little bit of a different schedule range right now with um with how we were traveling a little bit later in the season than the entire team itself so it's been nice
0: yeah i bet um do you have any plans for winter break are you traveling so, or anything?
1: let's see i well i'm really excited initially i don't so that's nice to kind of ease into break not having any plans just like hang out with family and run when i want to like i like to get it done in the morning fingers crossed I actually get out the door by like 9 or 10 a.m but <laughs> it's so hard to when you know your whole family's just kind of lying around lounging mm-hmm. around and you just want to drink your coffee from in, in the fireplace so <laughs> that gets a little bit challenging at times when no one wants to bike out in the in the blizzard with me <laughs> being from Fort Wayne it's like the same right. weather in South Bend as it is um in at home so um it gets a little difficult sometimes sometimes I had to be like dedicated to the treadmill which is i do not like the treadmill at all it's the Um,
0: worst
1: yeah but then in a couple weeks i get to go to florida and jacksonville so i can treat that as a little training trip and like have much nicer weather like perfect running weather honestly in my opinion
0: is that like a vacation trip or
1: yeah so my boyfriend lives in jacksonville he was on the team to, for two years as a middle distance runner and then um, moved back to Jacksonville where he's from. So I'll get to train and he'll get to help, you know, be my little my little running buddy. <laughs> running. Yeah, which I really appreciate that he's still running because it gets tough out there when you're running all by yourself. Oh, I bet. For a whole month, because we've got a really long Christmas break. How long do you What was that?
0: How long do you guys have?
1: So normally it's like a month. Um, we get so what with being the next week finals week we don't come back to campus until like january 15th or the classes don't start until january 16th i'm pretty sure because we get mlk junior day off which is really nice so we get that monday off and then resume on the following or that tuesday the next day so yeah are
0: you ready for the break
1: Yeah. I want to be home. I love spending time with my family and just being around them. Even though I'm an hour and 45 minutes away from home, I never get to really go home because I just, it's too, my schedule is too demanding with how late in the season we race. And then soon after that is finals. And then, but I did get to go home for Thanksgiving, which was really nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I went to Purdue and it it was pretty similar. Like you would think, cause I was like, Probably an hour fifteen from home. You okay, think oh, right. it'll be so easy to go home, go home all the time, but yeah. like when you think about it, like if you're going home, you're going home for something. So it's like an right. hour fifteen there. You're doing the thing, and an hour fifteen back. So it's really like a commitment. Like if it I was, is. if I was maybe like thirty minutes away, and maybe like go home and do laundry or something like that. But right, right, it really is. It's tough, especially hour forty five. That's, mm-hmm. that's meant That'd be a bit of a commute, yeah, for sure. Uh, well, awesome. I'm excited to dig into your story to hear where running has taken you so far. But we start off each episode with, with what's called Tier Talk. So we okay. rank our top three in a certain category. Mm-hmm. And this being the, the holiday season, thought it was fitting to rank our three favorite things about the holiday seasons. Okay. Uh, or season. Would you like to go first or do you want me to go first?
1: I can go first. Um I don't want to copy off of you or anything, because I did see yours before this. But number one, definitely spending time with family. Just we get to do many traditions that I totally appreciate just coming back to. And so I guess number two on the list would be our annual carriage ride. We go to downtown Fort Wayne after we've eaten dinner at Takioka, which is like one of our favorite restaurants in downtown Fort Wayne.
0: What kind of food is that?
1: It's um hibachi, so it's a big hibachi oh, dinner yes. they cook in front of you, and then right after we get picked up by our carriage ride woman. We always like, <laughs> ride with her the same. It's like it's like clockwork. Like, she always picks us up at the same time during the same uh, time of year, and then it's the same woman with her um horses. I don't know their names. <laughs> I should because they've been like they've been pulling us on a carriage for like the past ten years. So um. So where do you go on the carriage? I think, so there's this tour that they they take you on and oh my gosh I, I should know her name too our carriage ride lady but I don't unfortunately I'm really bad with names and so she takes us on the specific route it can either be like a half hour carriage ride or an hour ride carriage ride so we normally do the hour carriage ride and it takes us on like the same loop that we go on every year but like we still eat it up we still get the same like oh look at those lights and it <laughs> never get it never gets old
0: so is it like the ones downtown
1: yeah okay. and okay they, like I think the well no shouldn't take us as far as the festival of lights because the festival of lights another tradition that we do is um it's held at the Fort Wayne Children's Zoo and I think like right next to it is this park called um I'm pretty sure Krieger Park I've run there a ton of times when I was in high school, but it's this big trail that cars can like slowly drive through and look at all these mm-hmm. lights that they set up, which is really cool. That's um, cool. But there is, there is another carriage ride. Um, I think like, people, the people who do that as well, who take you through the festival lights on a carriage ride, but we don't do that. Um, we're just downtown Fort Wayne that we go on that route. Um, yeah. And then third, I would say, favorite thing their favorite thing during the holidays um oh the holiday drinks my family and I and I just love you know the Starbucks holiday drinks of course uh, we we love making like I don't know hot cocoa sitting by the fire and then um oh I'm blanking on oh I really love tea so like maybe like a peppermint tea kind of vibe going on so like, I don't only reserve those drinks for the holidays, but, like, I don't know. I, it really gets me in the in the spirit of of Christmas, which I love Christmas.
0: For sure. Um, well, how do you feel about eggnog?
1: Oh, oh, that was another one. So, it's growing on me because my parents love eggnog. That is another drink that they make all the time during the holidays. And, yes, it's growing on me. I initially, like, wasn't a huge fan of, of it, but... I think I'm gonna try it again this year and see if I like it a little bit better. So yeah, but you do? You, are you a fan?
0: So I, I've only had it once and it was like store bought yeah. eggnog, like yeah. out of a, a carton, and I thought it was disgusting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was my initial reaction too. I was like, "What the heck?"
0: Yeah, I don't know. What, I didn't really know what to expect either. Yeah. But I don't know because like people, I guess it kind of makes sense. People either love it or hate it. It seems like. Yeah um but I would like to try like homemade eggnog because mm-hmm. that's a thing right
1: oh yeah totally
0: <laughs> so maybe I'll I'll try it again yeah um what would you prefer uh like Halloween fall Starbucks or like winter Christmas Starbucks
1: okay well I really love the pumpkin spice cream cold brew at Starbucks okay, yeah I think I don't know if they're making that a, a year-round drink now I'm I don't know where I heard that from. I could be completely wrong. But in that case, I would probably prefer the Christmas holiday drinks because it's only during a specific time of year. And it's, but it is only the, the cold brews like the cold brew sweet cream ones that I really love. Like I'm a huge fan of cold brew. So I don't normally get the Frappuccinos or the like pumpkin spice lattes. Um, I, I stick to a, a nice cold brew to keep it strong but um that the layer on top with the the sweet cream is so good especially like the peppermint one that they just actually they just came out with their holiday drinks so like I'm so excited but um they have four separate ones that they introduced to the the menu now is like the holiday featuring all these things so I I would say probably the the um Christmas menu
0: so they have a peppermint cold brew
1: Yeah. It's like a, okay. I don't know. Well, I don't know the exact names. I have it on my phone because I have the Starbucks app um, and I could pull up the names exactly for you and how (laughs) you should order them. But yeah, it's like a peppermint cream cold brew. And it's got that little layer of the (laughs) kind of frothy cream on top and it's peppermint flavored.
0: That sounds amazing.
1: Yeah. It's really good.
0: There's a, a it's a chain called Java house. I don't know how far I don't know if you've heard of it or how far it goes. There's a a couple around me, like around Carmel and Mm -hmm. that area. But they, like, home make their... Or, like, they make their cold foam for cold brew fresh. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... But you can choose any, like, syrup you want, basically. And so they, like, have a huge list. And you can, like, infuse the cold foam with, like, anything you want. So they have, like, tons of different options. And it's...
1: That sounds so good. Oh, my gosh.
0: it's, like, almost... Like cool lippy it's like thicker yeah which I, I like too. it is um,
1: it is yeah
0: the I one like thing it. that'll get you that'll get you with like cold brew and like cold foam is when they put the syrup in the coffee I think that's mm. that's a no-no you got to put it in yeah. the foam you know I
1: know it's only in the foam because I don't know like, I'm not a huge fan of super sugary drinks like I don't know, I have some stevia that I might add to my cold brew every now and then like if I'm feeling really sweet that morning but yeah I don't like it when they add the the syrups into the coffee itself it's only the only the foam.
0: exactly yeah because it like sinks to the bottom you know I just yeah mean,
1: like, you get a big swig of just syrup at the bottom <laughs> yeah ruined it ruined it exactly
0: well i'm glad we got that out of the way
1: um, <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> our next icebreaker is what's called car talk so mm-hmm. it's the thoughts you have in the car when you're on, on a run the times you're alone basically mm-hmm. um i'll go first with my serious one I definitely stole this from another podcast I listened to, but I thought it was really good. And so I wanted to, to share it. Um, he said, or was talking about, it's kind of a quote, I guess, mm-hmm. but it's not about the pursuit of happiness. It's about the happiness of pursuit mm-hmm. and each destination is the beginning of the next journey. Um, I, don't know, I feel like it, it kind of has to go both ways. Like you mm-hmm. kind of have to have something you're aiming at to enjoy the journey, like there has to be some kind of goal. I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like it's very prevalent with running, um, especially when you're running for a school. Like you have these goals that you've set out for, but and I'm curious what you think about that quote, having Mm -hmm. just gone through what you've gone through, but like you have to have those goals, but they're just so fleeting and so quick. Like, yes, they're amazing, um, but they typically only last a few moments, a day, a week. And if you aren't enjoying the the process of getting there, like, then is it really worth it? Right. Um, so I'm just I don't know. I really like yeah. that because you, I don't know. It feels like you have more ownership too of, of the the process and the journey. You're yeah. not just waiting for this destination to happen. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, do you agree with no, this? Yeah, no, I agree. I
1: honestly I hadn't heard it in that way before. Like the. It's not the the pursuit of happiness, but the happiness of the pursuit because like I, it, what, what quote was I thinking of that was kind of related to it? Anyway, it's escaping my mind, but um, I'd like to think of life as pretty fluid where it's not just like one goal or one destination you're trying to get to. It's kind of the enjoyment and the, well, I guess the happiness of all of those things in your life, and um, if you achieve one thing, you're not done. You got to move on to something else. Life is fluid, and you can't become complacent in that as well. Where if you do achieve this one goal that you're really trying to attain, then is your is your purpose in life over? No, you can't just stop there. So like, even though like you're approaching, you might be approaching a specific goal. Then you're like, all right, well, what's next? But then you can't be too forward thinking because then you're not living in the present and you're not living in the moment because then that's when things bypass you. So it's it's so tricky to like, what is life? It's like all these like philosophical, <laughs> philosophical questions, but it's really tricky to be present in life, but then at the same time set those goals and realize that your life like, it's not end-all be-all if you don't attain this one goal and your happiness like you won't fail in happiness if you don't achieve that goal because then you can set a different one or another like, um another tier to to what you want when that's sure. super general but like, and that's I mean that can be taken in the same regards as running as well but that's just yeah that's how I think about it at times
0: This episode is brought to you by Olipop. Olipop is a healthy and delicious alternative to soda. Available in 14 flavors, including cherry vanilla, cream soda, and my personal favorite, classic root beer, Olipop combines prebiotics, plant fiber, and botanical extracts to support your digestive health with less than 5 grams of sugar and 45 calories in each can. Indiana Runner podcast listeners can get 15% off at checkout with code IRPODCAST15. If you'd like to support the podcast and are looking for a healthy and delicious alternative to soda, check out Pop today. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So jumping forward a little bit, and spoiler Mm -hmm. alert, I'm (laughs) curious how, like, so you've, you've won state uh, at the Indiana level in cross country, and then you just became an All-American, and your team finished on, on the podium. Um, (laughs) How, and like, you can disagree with this quote in this Mm -hmm. way, but how were those moments of of winning state and becoming an all-american like did it feel like what you thought it would did did it yeah how did it go in that way and then up to those moments did you enjoy the the pursuit of that goal
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i think like i never really pictured myself as well at least years ago like let's start at the very beginning in high school when i started running like i really never pictured myself as becoming a state champion, who's gonna go run for Notre Dame. So I never really envisioned what it, or Mm -hmm. imagined what it felt like to be in that position. I just thought it was super cool. Like being a (laughs) freshman at state, my first year of running ever, I thought who won that year? I do know that Abby Green got like second place and she was only a sophomore. And I was like, she's so fast. I can't even imagine running that fast and looking that good doing it too i'm like she's so cool and she's only like 15 minutes away from me because she went to Carol in high school so i i guess when when that did happen when i did win state it was like just a feeling that i never imagined before and same goes to like finally getting podium with the girls and becoming an all-american like it's something i've never envisioned for myself like specifically before i knew as a team, we could definitely get podium this year of all years. Um, and then maybe like cherry on top would be all American. That was definitely a goal, but I was like, if I don't, I'm not going to beat myself up because the end goal is for everyone to get podium. And that's like what I'm aiming towards as an individual to help work towards that for everyone. So yeah, I, I don't, I like to visualize the race before but I don't like to visualize the result because I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna jinx it. Or (laughs) I don't, like I said, I love to visualize and to feel prior to the race, like what I might be feeling during the race or right before the race. And then at what point I really need to kick it in and grind through up this hill. Like the course that we raced on for nationals was a pretty gritty course, it was, It was uh, very tough dips in between like the bowls where you would go down super steep and then right back up and you get shot right back up. But then that's where a lot of people fall back. So then I'd visualize, all right, we've been running a bunch of hills this season. I gotta, that's where I'm gonna pass people. And so kind of like step-by-step, like K by K is what I'll visualize and feel. But then the result, I don't like to visualize or like to feel because it's not guaranteed it's something, it's not something you can really control necessarily. So, um, you can do as much as you can, but at the end of the day, it's also on everyone in the team, like at least the top five who score towards, towards that, um, that end score to really take up their, their lesion work towards that as well. So, um, yeah, it was, it was an incredible feeling. I was so elated to just be on that stage with all the girls knowing that we this is what we wanted this is really what we worked for towards throughout the season and you know we were kind of underdogs at the same time I mean you know last year we got seventh and then the year before that we got fifth so last year was when we really wanted to get podium but unfortunately we not able to so then this year was when we're like all right guys we've got to this and we didn't want to put too much pressure on ourselves either, so we wouldn't really look at the rankings all the time. Like in the beginning, I think we were ranked fourth, and then we dropped a bit because of Nutty Comb. Nutty, Nutty Comb was kind of a mess, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was a step in the right direction. It was just a really tough race, what well, like as it was for everyone in the in the race. But we, uh, yeah, we I think we worked together. Like we we're a really cohesive team, so we're pretty honest with each other with, with everything really close group of girls, which I'm, I love so much. So, uh, we, we wouldn't really talk about podium throughout our team gold like, meetings, I guess, because like, we knew that's what we, we wanted. We knew that's what we wanted. It was a known fact. We want to get podium. So we don't want to like overemphasize it and really milk it that we're going to get podium. Cause like I said, it's mm-hmm. not guaranteed. So Sorry, I keep going on. I I talk a lot sometimes, but <laughs> no, you're good. Just, like, the whole the whole shebang of like the mindset going into it and yeah the feeling of that finally
0: yeah. <laughs> we did it. What at what point did you like know that you guys had done it and that you had done it specifically? Was it any point during the race or was it after?
1: I knew. Okay, so I didn't know during the race team wise what we were what we were at and during that time because i i knew i was at least well actually in the very beginning i was not in a good position the beginning of the race i think 5 seconds separated let's see like 20th and well actually you're probably even further up in the pack like from 10th to 90th which was what i was in i was in 90th at the first k and only all of 5 seconds separated people so that's how deep the field was at that point and I knew I'm not the best at getting out fast and hard and I've been working on it but for that race specifically I wasn't I didn't do super well getting out hard like I should have because then I would have been put in a better position obviously but so I'm like all right I gotta I gotta pick up the slack on my end because if we're gonna get podium I really have to grind through these people and do my part that I know I can do so kept passing girls and then I would catch up to some of my teammates I'm like all right so here's Sophie next should be like Gretchen or Grace the freshman and so I would catch up to them I'm like okay they're like this is a pretty this is a decent spot for them to be in like we we're definitely solid like team wise we're solid right now and then I would move up a little bit more and then I Finally caught up to Dre, who got second on on our team, and I think thirty fifth. So she was all American too. So I finally caught up to her, and that was like in the last K. And I knew Olivia, Olivia Marcus. She's a phenomenal runner. She's you know national champion in this steeple chase. So I had no worries about her. I was like, she's gonna do great. She's gonna do her job. You know, she ended up getting third, which is amazing. Yeah. I didn't have to even think think twice about like if she was gonna do her part as um as a teammate and um contribute towards uh, the total score, and so once I once I caught up to Dre I was like okay, this has got to be like all American area like the realm of all Americans right here because I kept hearing like other coaches say you're in 60th or you're in
0: <laughs>
1: 40th all Americans right there because my sparks isn't always the loudest person like he is when he's like really amped up but there are so many people so there are times oh, like yeah. where I could not see or hear him like I I can normally I'm pretty aware of my surroundings during a race and like I look at who's cheering at me sometimes and <laughs> I'm like, I know who you are and I hear you Um, but during this race, I did not hear or see sparks whatsoever, which was kind of scary. Cause I'm like, I need direction. Like, where am I in the race right now? So anyways, um, at that point I'm like, all right, all American is really within my reach now. Cause it took me like 40 spots to get up to that point and the last K to get to that point. So I was, I was a little freaked out for a minute. For my individual spot to like contribute towards that end all goal. But I'm like, I trust myself. I know I can do this. I'll be fine. So just move through the pack of people. You'll be good. Catch up to who you need to catch up to on the team. And then the end result will come. And yeah, that's what happened. So we were in the finishing stretch and I just knew like all American was right there. And if I'm like, okay, I was kind of doing the math in my head too. I'm like, if, we've got three people that are all American. And we can, we, we're going to get podium. I was like, okay, we've got to get podium if we've got (laughs) at least three people. So, and then again, like we weren't super sure at the end, like, I did not even know what my, what my finish was like in the race when we finally were done and like Olivia, oh my gosh, this is so funny. We finished the race and like, we're all dead, of course. (laughs) And I first see Dre and then right with her, of course, is her twin sister, Olivia. And we're all like, oh my gosh, great job. I didn't what did we get? Like the first thing was the uh, first thing on our mind. is was like, what place did we get with, at the team? And Olivia's like, it's not official yet, but we're in fourth. And we start screaming, like crying and, and then she goes to the results, or we look over at the results on the board, and it says that Dre was 35th and I was 37th, and then we start cheering again because. We're like, <laughs> oh, and then, and then we and then I'm like, wait, Olivia, what did you get? And she was like, I got third, and we're. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy, just like the end of the race, adre- another adrenaline boost after you're done with the race. And just being so excited that like we did our job we did it and we did it Joe like you know like the I don't know there's like a meme okay this oh, is totally <laughs> tangent. I totally forget um what's her name anyways that's besides the point it was a reference <laughs> to a meme um or to a joke but um anyway so we were just so relieved at that point And then then that's when we saw our other teammates filing in and we told them and they're just so excited. So to finally answer your question, it wasn't until the very end when we actually looked at the results that we were completely sure that we had gotten podium and that Dre, Olivia and I were all American. So it's always a little dicey during a race, like to actually know what position Mm -hmm. or what place you guys have as, or as a team, but um yeah, we're pretty confident going into it, so yeah. anything can happen, of course, but and it's just, that's just a realistic mindset, but we're confident in our abilities, so.
0: So being a part of a team with, like, podium aspirations, did you feel more, like, pressure or, like, excitement for the team, like, what, especially, like, during the race and leading up to it, like, did you feel a lot of that weight, or did you feel more, like, motivated to Go outperform for the team.
1: I'd say I personally don't feel much pressure, like ever in my life. I I don't know. I just That's I just awesome. grew up. Thank you. I just kind of <laughs> grew up thinking that you know you're not guaranteed any goal or anything in your life, and like the the most that you can do and the most that you can control is how you do and what you contribute to that. And I don't know. I just, I, I grew up with that mindset, not like taking over my whole life, but kind of with that at the back of my mind at times when I would run, for example, like in the beginning of high school, I did not know what to expect with anything. It was my first time joining the team of like being on a team for running So I, I think it all goes back to the beginning of when I was running also is just like, I don't know what to expect. So I have nothing to lose. (laughs) And I was just so naive to what running really was and like what it meant to me during that time. And I was just so unassuming of everything that running can bring you. So from there, I just, I kept getting better and better. And then that still, I I think I still have that mindset with me today where i still don't really know like the total the total potential that not only myself but my my team has so we shouldn't put that much pressure on us on ourselves and even for myself because like it's not necessary we really it shouldn't and shouldn't be necessary to put that kind of pressure on us because it's only going to hinder our performance mm. and our um, mental state which contributes to your performance if you do that so I'm like if it's not necessary I'm not going to do it (laughs) that's Mm. also another thing that I kind of go by if it's not necessary but I mean there's also things that you got to put in the extra work to do so I take that with a grain of salt but (laughs) normally like if it's something negative I'm like if it's not necessary I'm not going to think about it Mm. if it's not hindering me I'm not gonna I'm not gonna worry about it um but anyways, so I get really excited before races, and I, like, for the last couple races, it was nearing the holiday season, of course, and I was listening to Christmas music before the a race <laughs> at one point, like Nationals, I was listening to Christmas music, because I love, I love Christmas, and it gets me so, like, just so happy, so that's why, like, to kind of relieve the nerves, I just would listen to Christmas music, or like, mariah carey's christmas music or ariana grande's christmas music it's that's so awesome. good so
0: so you're really racing for santa
1: yeah i'm really racing for santa i'm like <laughs> hoping he's at the end of the of the finish line <laughs> he's at the end he's waiting for me so
0: that's why you ran so fast yeah <laughs> um so you didn't run until high school till freshman year
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah How- it was how?
1: (laughs) So I, in middle school, I did like every sport except running. I just thought running was the worst thing ever. Why would anyone do that to themselves?
0: If you'd like to continue listening to this episode of the podcast, you'll need to subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Indiana runner. Once you do, you'll get access to all full-length episodes of the interview portion of the podcast in addition to other subscriber-only content, including extra content on race previews and recaps, book club episodes, the ability to ask my guests questions, and much more. Thanks again for listening to and supporting this podcast. I look forward to connecting with you on Patreon.